Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, "What the f are you talking about? You insane Hollywood ass." So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com/switch. $45 up front for 3 months plus taxes and fees. Promo for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Mason Jar here on the Circe Institute Podcast Network. I'm David Kern, and I'm joined, as always, on the Mason Jar by Cindy Rollins. Cindy, how's it going? It's going very well. We have a wedding next week, so I'm mostly focused on that. Oh, wow. Busy. Yeah. Very fun. So, normally on the Mason Jar, we say this is a Charlotte Mason all the time type thing. We're going to veer away from that a little bit. Um, which I guess we do right pretty regularly anyway, but we're going to, we're going to talk about something that uh, you've been working on for a while now. And we're just going to, we want to do a quick little, we'll call it a mini pod to, uh, to introduce this, this, uh, book that you've been working on and it is almost Christmas season. It's almost Advent season. So you put together what a handbook or a guide to, to Advent season, to going through the Advent using Handel's Messiah. And how long have you been working on this for now? Well, honestly, Your whole probably life. about 15, <laughs> yeah, 15 years, 20 years. Um, uh, it, the idea came to me, you know, one year and uh, we just started doing it. And then I started trying to like put down on paper what we were doing. And, I, and I'm kind of addicted to Advent guides anyway. So whenever <laughs> my church or I get any little Advent guide or we go to a Lessons and Carols, I like to collect all the um, paperwork and keep it. So hmm. um, I've I've always been a big fan of that kind of things. So it was kind of natural that I would just start putting this together like this. So in short, quick summary, the idea is through all 25 days of Advent, there is a scripture passage that is tied to a part of Handel's Messiah. And so you read the passage and then you listen to that together. And some days it'll take three minutes. Some days it could take 10 minutes. Is that right? Yeah, because when I was breaking it down, it breaks down kind of naturally, but then some of the musical pieces are a little bit longer than others. So, uh, but it was, I wanted to keep the natural flow of how it was set up 
So um, that might mean most most of the passages in Handel Messiah, most of the sections um, start out with a recitation. Somebody sort of sing saying a verse and then um, an aria of some sort and then a chorus. So I tried to for the most part, it's broken down into that natural those three sections. Uh, some days only have like a musical section, like the, the pastoral section. Um, but for the most part, it's a, a biblical recitation, a, a chorus, you know, by one of the, the parts, a soprano or a tenor, and then um, a chorus, which is always usually pretty grand. And then each of the parts, you know, of the Messiah, the, the names of those parts are essentially just the name of the scripture passage, right? Exactly. I and mean, when you look at your any Messiah recording, um, that's how it'll break it down. I'll say, um, he shall feed. And, you know, that's going to be an aria with the, the he shall feed his flock like a shepherd and gather the, the lambs, um, that section. So, so um, all of them are generally named off the first few phrases of the biblical passage they're coming from. Okay, yeah. His yoke is easy or um, um, the Lord gave the word. Um, so sometimes it's easy to tell what the passage is going to be based on those little hints, and sometimes it's a mm-hmm. little harder to know which verse is coming up. <laughs> well, and and um, but we try to we try to alert you by telling you right off the bat this is the scripture reading for the day, so so you can kind of know where you're headed. Yeah, exactly. And so um, if it was a little confusing to me at first until I went over to Spotify and I just pulled up a, a example of a, of Handel's Messiah. There's lots of different recordings and playlists on Spotify and YouTube and places like that. Um, and if you look at it, you'll see that the name of the track is actually just the first few words of the scripture. That's passage. right. So when you see the book compared with the, with the Spotify playlist or a CD or whatever, it, comes right into focus. It's pretty obvious at that point. Yeah, and even if you just you even if you just Google the the handles Messiah, um, he shall feed or something, mm-hmm. you probably yeah, yeah, yeah. Get, you probably r- land on the right place. I, I haven't actually done that. I could try that right now, but uh-huh. um, yeah, I mean, YouTube's got all kinds of different performances um, from different recordings, re- yeah. different recordings, whether live recordings or just the, like where you actually see the orchestra and all that, or the ones where it's just the music with some like, you know, kitschy image. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. So yeah, that, so there, yeah, there's, it's all over the place and Spotify, um, you know, has, um, I use the, um, the St. Martin's in the field, London Philharmonic recording to, to do it. So, um, there are different versions, uh, because Handel himself, you know, some editing here and there and changed it or somebody else switched things around. But that's really um, not that relevant to, to how you listen to it. So, so obviously the book has, uh, you know, 25 days worth of reading, you know, scripture passages to read together and listen to together. But the book also has a couple of different uh, other, other different resources as well, other than just daily resources. So it's got at the beginning of the book, there are a couple things that you wrote, uh, you know, like a little reflection of what is Advent, how to use the guide. And then Brian Phillips wrote something about, um, why the church calendar is important. So, um, there's that. And then once you get into the book itself, there are weekly resources as well beyond just the daily resources. So there's kind of an introduction to the week, so to speak, which has, yeah, 
which has what does that have in there? There's a poem of the week you could memorize. Uh, yeah, something I, I like to put memory work there. Some poems, some some songs, some talking about like what is happening during that week of Advent. If there's yes, a festival, feast day. A feast day. Yeah. Or, um, you know, what what are some things you do early in the season um, when to maybe start looking for productions of, of the different of different things you might want to do during Advent, that kind of thing. Um, yeah. So it's just you know, heads up. You know, these are some things you could do during this week. Uh, um, and, and that's what I do in the very beginning. I think the thing I'm most excited, I wanted this to be um, I, because I've been on a journey myself um it, 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 this isn't like high church or low church Advent. Mm. This is sort of a, a synchronistic, if, if that's even allowed, uh, view of it so that families that are very low church would, en- I, I think, feel like it's set up so they can enjoy it. And yeah. also families that are very high church can enjoy it. And we tried to include that in the pe- in the essays that we included from other people. Yeah, it's so a very collaborative fun- sort of project. Yeah, and I'm I'm very excited about that the the collaborations, all the essays that people contributed, um, Karen, your, Karen Kern, your mom, you, uh, Lynn Bruce, uh, Carrie Williamson, um, uh, and, and I won't talk about Greg Wilbur yet, but um, those essays are are absolutely fabulous. Um, to quote the British, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so within each week, there's also. Um, a little reflection on how our families celebrate. So you asked a couple of us to write something for each week. So I think there's four of those. Um, yeah, and one for each of the weeks. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think those turned out really good. And it's from varying perspectives. So, you know, I wrote about it from the perspective of how do I, how do you tie together, you know, when you've got a new family, how are you tying together, you know, the different traditions that each you know, like my wife and I came from, have all these different traditions. So how do you kind of bring those together and create something new? Um, and how yeah, do you let that happen? I, I mean, I was thinking about that because your mom was writing something and I thought, and then we have you and you have this new family and you know, what moves on and what, what doesn't. And it's okay if everything doesn't move along to the next generation that I, their broad ideas are moving along, but yeah, so maybe um, it starts to morph yeah. a little bit with different family, you know, bringing in different traditions from different yeah. families. Yeah. And then uh, Carrie, it, Carrie and Lynn both wrote really excellent uh, articles or essays that go in there as well. And these aren't like long essays, you know, they're, you know, maybe as long as 1500 words, but most of the time they're around a thousand. They're, they're not long. They're meant to be, you know, quick little contemplative yeah, just to spark ideas and, yeah. and, and to, to say this is what we did in our house and um not and there's certainly no sense of guilt that should be involved <laughs> like yeah oh no exactly. i have to do all these things um, and i think uh several of the essays bring that out that you know things change over time and, and being we, we need to adapt to that at this we want to have traditions and we also want to hold them a little bit lightly too <laughs> yeah for sure and, and so then another big part of the book as we're just kind of moving through it, is that Greg Wilbur, um, our friend from New College Franklin, who is um, he is a musician and a and a composer and a conductor. He wrote a piece for each week on what to listen for in Handel's Messiah during that week. So those are short, um, in you know, short little essays that also include some bullet points on you know, look for this phrase or the use of this or you know, Handel. What what did it mean that Handel actually got most of his fame in England? You know, like little things like that that are just kind of adding some context to your listening and when, and I think will help open up the the you know Messiah in a way that wouldn't, you wouldn't have happened if he hadn't written those. 
It is. I am thrilled to death with what Greg has done. Um, I. I wanted, I wanted to tie that stuff in, but I didn't want to get it bogged down in that. And he has come along and just given the perfect introduction to the music. I knew Greg, of course. I've known Greg for a long time, and um, he uh, has a couple. Uh, he has at least, I think, three albums that you can get out on um, iTunes or I'm sure anywhere else. But um, I, I know the two that I know from our church at which was Parish Presbyterian, where he was the um, music director, um, where My Cry Ascends, and then um, Christ the Cornerstone, which um, as Parish grew, that he started to be the music director of, of a daughter church called Cornerstone Presbyterian. So he's and and since then he's he's just recently re- released another album of church music, and and Greg is somebody out there writing church music. Um, new church music um, based on you know new new things and old things and hmm. and I, I love what what he's doing and hmm. I'm so I was so excited when he said he would do that for me <laughs> that he would write these four four sections explaining what we're going to be hearing during the week yeah so and then at the end at the back of the book there's a couple of resources as well which I think are pretty fun there's a list of um, 20 books that are you know 10 what 10 books for 10 picture books maybe and then 10 um, yeah and then 10 yeah chapter I, had books. To, I had to keep morphing at first i said 10 my i started that chapter called 10 christmas books then i had to name it 20 you know then it was like okay let's call it 20 christmas books. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but or i divided it into two sets of 10 books uh, yeah. so picture books that we really liked and then um some chapter books or some just other kinds of christmas books that are really fun and then so. You've got, there's a whole bunch of recipes at the back. There's cook, Christmas cookie recipes and Christmas Eve recipes and recipes for Christmas Day, including cinnamon rolls and our crown roast and um, all kinds of things like that. So are, those all come from just recipes you cooked all of, over the years, right? Yeah, definitely. Oh, those are all just real, the, the family recipes that made the cut year after year after year after year. So I'm pretty confident in the recipes. <laughs> <laughs> As long as we get, there's no misprints. Yeah, um, well, we did, we did double check on all those things, like make sure teaspoons and tablespoons were all correct and yeah, baking soda, not little, baking powder. I was, all that. I was very conflicted when I was writing it down. Should I write the word teaspoon? Should I put TSP or will everybody, is it always TBS for the tablespoons? And that, that's, that, that we definitely needed our copy editor for yeah. the recipe. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. And we did end up writing everything out to make sure that it was clear. Um, we compared it to some cookbooks, which, which helped. Um, but, uh, it's funny because when I write recipes, like I have notebooks at home that I just jot stuff down in and I always use just capital T for tablespoon and lowercase T for teaspoon. Yeah. And so, but like if, if it's not, you know, some of my letters blend together, so I know what they look like, but sometimes my wife's like, wait, am I using tablespoons here or teaspoons? (laughs) So yeah, yeah, those things, those things matter. Okay. I'm not going to use a tablespoon of baking soda in any <laughs> recipe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, well, uh, so basically, I'll do a quick overview then of how it looks. So at the beginning, there are a few essays, you know, how to use the guide, what is Advent, what is the church calendar? And I think uh, Dr. Phillips' quick little essay on what is the church calendar was really good as well. Um, absolutely. Cre- I really appreciate that. Creating a little context. We, ne- we needed that. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then you get into each week, and each week has at the beginning some kind of introductory stuff, some things you can do for that whole week, like a hymn you could sing to get an Advent hymn you could sing as a whole family, you know, all six days of the week, all seven days of the week, something you could memorize together. Um, a note about 
you know, something fun to do um, and a note about any feast days that are going on. And then once you get into each day, each day has a scripture passage that is tied to the Messiah and then the Messiah, like the Messiah section that you can listen to that day. Um, And generally it's like, you know, anywhere from four or five minutes to 10 minutes a day that it's going to take to do that. So you're not going to like, you know, you know, use up all your morning time doing this. No, but it really should be short. I think the longest is maybe 13 minutes. And I put it at the beginning. At least I think it's, it's there. there. It is. Yep. yep. Yeah. I put how long each day was. So like day seven is seven minutes. Day 14 is two minutes. And yeah. let's see day. Yeah, so, so there's some, I'm, I don't see what the longest minute is. I, it's not, it's not it's long. Not, there's a day four is 10 minutes. So I think the uh, longest is 13 minutes, 13 or 14. Yeah. Minutes. I think it's 13 minutes. Yeah. But the, the beautiful thing about that is it, it does, it doesn't use up all your time. It doesn't exhaust your children, you know, beyond what they're capable of. So that means that you can do it with, you know, a wide variety of ages. And then also it means that, you know, if you, you know, don't kill yourself, if you, miss a day you know you can go back and catch up and um you don't have to you know i think you make this note in your in the book that you don't have to you know get all stress add extra stress to your christmas season um because of this you can you can take it kind of at your own pace and if it said if there's something that you know is recommended to memorize if you don't get to it you know don't stress about it just come yeah, back, that come might back be to like it next five year years worth of memory work yeah, right yeah exactly <laughs> um yeah and, and and i like that you know Many years at Advent, I mean, it's very hard to go every day and not miss an Advent devotional in a, in a large family, at least. I don't know about small families, if they're any more successful. I've heard from it. small families that they aren't any more successful, that, you know, <laughs> Advent is a crazy period of time. And there's yeah. often parties and things and even, you know, going to here and going there. You're traveling um, so this, and all that. Yeah. Yeah, so this should be very easy to catch up on, and um, if you if it's the week after Christmas and you haven't finished, uh, go ahead and keep doing it. It doesn't hurt to do it after the season is passed. As we and as we talk about the Christmas season, the church calendar, you know, you could carry it into Epiphany. You can mm-hmm. do it anytime you want, but you know, I, I feel like it's fun to finish it, um, but it's also not something that uh, you couldn't easily catch up on if you missed a day. Right. So, okay, quickly to to summarize again, we're going to have a limited run of these available. We, we didn't print as many as we would say mere motherhood or your morning time handbook, because we just, we just don't know, you know, how many to print with, uh, it being a seasonal thing. Um, We are going to have the ebook available on Amazon. So um, it's going to go on sale on November 1st, and it will be, you know, if you order it between the 1st and the 15th, we will guarantee that, you know, it gets to you by the 1st so you can begin on time. So if you want to order it um, in that time frame, you know, we will we will uh, get it to you. If you order after the 15th, we will um, happily send you an e- you know, a PDF version of it, um, or you can buy the, the on Amazon, you can buy the ebook version, um, or we will do our best to get you the print copy, but after the 15th, you know, anything could happen with the mail, you know, media mail or even priority. You just never know what's going to happen. So we can't guarantee it, but we will do our absolute best to get it to you by December 1st. So you can begin on time. Um, but, uh, yeah. So if don't, if you're not sure, um, you know, we we only have a limited number of copies. So, you know, I think we have, I think we printed like 1500, which sounds like maybe a lot to, to some people, but that will go relatively quickly. So, um, okay, good. Yeah. yeah. 
So, uh, uh, you know, don't don't wait around if you're planning to buy it. You know, we would recommend you go ahead and just do that on the pre-order. So we, you know, you can guarantee yourself a spot because we we think it, you know, our preliminary research suggests that it's possible it might sell out during the pre-order. Um, and then obviously we'll have more to, to order leading up to next Christmas and we'll probably um, yeah, do a new do a new printing and all that. But it's got a beautiful cover. Graham did a great job with the cover. Um, oh, yeah. I, I always say that um, I, I'm now addicted to writing something just so I can see what Graham will do for the cover. <laughs> I'm thinking, what can I what can I do now? <laughs> What's the what, we got to come up with things that we can like challenge him make like yeah, come up with something yeah, really we, esoteric or something yeah maybe some really weird um you know really weird philosophical science <laughs> science fiction book or something yeah, yeah exactly uh, that might be too fun for him um yeah that's true that'd be easy for him <laughs> all right well people want to you can find it on thirstyinstitute.com or you can find it um like i said the ebooks on amazon uh, starting on November 1st. And then you can also just find links and information on meermotherhood.com. So it'll be available all those places starting on November 1st. This this podcast will go up probably um, on the 30th to the 31st. So um, I guess that's all. So any final thoughts you want that you have about, about this book that you want to, you want to say before we sign off? No, I, I mean, just that it's, it, this is um, something I've wanted to do for a long time. And it, it's just a project that's very, very close to my heart. And I just, hope that it's something that helps families and brings a lot of joy to them yeah i know i'm excited about you know doing it with my family so i think it's we, the, the feedback the early feedback the early response has been good through social media people saying they're very excited so i think it's i think it's going to do exactly that so all the, all those years of doing it by yourself right now other people are gonna be able to do it that's right yeah all right well for cindy rollins and for all of us here at the cersei institute i'm david kern saying farewell here on the mason jar we will talk to you next time Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.